fast thoughts, fast thoughts. I'm Adam Daniel Mazay. Welcome back again, my babies. Looks like the wind died down and the sun's out. You know what that calls for. A little fashion statement, so I figured I'd take out one of my casquettes. I figured I'd put on my baseball cap, eh? And anyway, I wanted to say welcome back to the ADM vlog. It's good to have you here. Whether you're over where you are on the other side of the screen, anywhere on the big blue ball, or here at the center of the known universe, otherwise known as Toronto. That's how we're known in Canada. Everybody loves us. And increasingly, around the rest of the world. You know, one of the things that I'm observing during La Vida Corona. I should say that actually during the Dodgers-San Diego game. Let's see how popular that would be. I digress. One of the things that I've noticed during La Vida Corona is you have this phenomenon of people that had come to the West at the tail end of the Cold War or after Wallfall, Mauerfall, as it's known in German, Mauerfall, um, November the 3rd, 1989, if I'm not mistaken, in Berlin, in Berlin. And people that had lived in the block, as it was known, the BLOC, the Warsaw Pact, the Warsaw Pact countries, all of the Eastern European countries, East Germany, Poland, Hungary, Czechoslovakia, Bulgaria, of course, and not including Ceausescu's Romania, he took himself out of the Warsaw Pact because of his persistent, terrorizing fear that somebody would waltz into Romania and take him over, which is why they didn't have any meat and they didn't have any food in Romania because he wanted to pay off all of his foreign debts. Very, very crazy, crazy man, but I digress. It's the children of the ones that had come to Canada, the United States, but especially here north of the 49th, the children of the people that had absconded from brutal um, detente era, normalization era communism. They came here for freedom of all stripes, freedom of speech, freedom of religious practice, freedom just to pursue their livelihood without being preyed upon by the authorities the various secret police forces, whether it was the Securitate in Ceausescu's Romania, or whether it was known as the STB in um, in Czechoslovakia. Let's see if I remember what it's called. Služebni, Služebni Bezpečnosti is called the STB, or the KGB, or the KGB itself, or of course the Stasi, the um, uh, Staatssicherheit, as it's known, Stasi. Um, so all those different services that came here to abscond from that, the snitch culture, the, um, the, the, the very heavy, as you see in a lot of Krzysztof Kieślowski's films like the Decalogue, the heavy sort of post, um, uh, what was known as martial law period in Poland under General Jaruzelski, Right under the Solidarność, Solidarność, I think it's called, as you say it in Polish, Solidarność, Solidarity Movement under Lech Wałęsa. So um, there was 
a movement to come to Canada to, for freedom, their children, as I'm increasingly learning in watching interviews of various types by various enlightened individuals that have the swashbuckling, swashbuckling swinging C.O. Jones to wade into such, um, let's, we'll call them demonstrations, or the, as they say in Quebec, manifestation. You are not wearing a mask in the manifestation. Um, learn English, Quebecers. And so you see this happening a lot that the children go full retard. So the children end up buying into all of the gobbledygook politics, you know, the usual hot button issues, the CNN horseshit, the propaganda, the programming, the media party, call it what you will, the sort of uh, messaging from on high, the, you know, I don't know, I don't want to start wading into all kinds of terminology, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, there's different types of sources. I'm just going to call it the, the programming, the acceptable speech, the, the, the PC culture, the um, acceptable parlance. Their children have gone full retard. And it's mystifying to them. It's bemusing. They can't understand. They sacrifice so much. And many of them, in many instances, whether even here in, uh, in Toronto, Yosef, excuse me, Yosef Shkvoretsky from Czechoslovakia came here. Yosef Shkvoretsky came here. Um, and, like, they were dissident writers, people that had wanted to get away from that kind of tyranny. And it's a very tragic thing to behold because you see approximately 20 years on, because obviously Wallfall in 89 and then there was like a transition period, and especially in a lot of those countries, things didn't really start kicking until the turn of the millennium. And you see 20, 25 years on, it's reverting back to what it was. And it's the genies out of the bottle the parents cannot bring the bucks, the young bucks, they're not so young anymore, back into the paddock, back into the round pan in the corral. It's gone. It's mystifying in a way. Also, speaks to the robustness and the strength of the programming that is coming from various sources. Another thing that I find interesting, and this summer will be a really good indicator in terms of how we will see the behavior, because again, we're one year on in this whole COVID theater charade bullshit, and all of the other things and, you know, the, the offshoots, the corollaries, the variants, all of the sort of the, the modular Lego-like mechanoset add-ons to the initial sort of the, the initial horseshit. And that's not really a swear word, so I can say that. The original horse crap that's in there, um, it's branching out like a spider into a bunch of different, different webs. But it'll be interesting to see how this plays out um, in terms of sort of people's degree of, um, of frustration and ennui with respect to it. So um, what you see happening is people can't really comprehend how exactly, they can't really comprehend how exactly the Canadian government or the American government as the case may be, but especially the Canadian government, they can't really grok how the Canadian government could actually be telling them something bad. Now, a lot of people are not diggers. They're not researchers. They're not Indiana Jones pouring through the stacks, trying to isolate a singular fact in a ream of old documents which he has taken out from the Cairo Geniza. No, it's not like that. It's more like they're just going to get the surface details. It's 
give me my food, my three squares, give me my libations, my elixirs, let me do my five knuckle shuffle or the horizontal, sorry, vertical and diagonal lambada, whatever it is, beef stroking off, um, and don't bother me. I just need a single source of information. They can't really grok how the Canadian government could actually be, can I refer to the, to the, to the terminology, hijacked by other agendas. The Canadian government, in their experience, having been in Canada for the last two and a half decades, has never really done them wrong. Therefore, when somebody would say, would present the idea that we are seeping back to proto-proto-communism, communismus, we are going back to that type of command system, singular messaging, um, Sturmabteilung, S-A, you know, whatever, you, whatever metaphor you want to use, you know, Iron Guard, if it's Romania, or if it's Arrow Cross in Hungary, or again, Stasi, Staatssicherheit in the then East Germany. They can't really comprehend it, that the Canadian government could actually be tending towards that direction. Moreover, you start telling them that there is pernicious communist Chinese. I must make the distinction. There's a lot of great Chinese-Canadian citizens that love this country, that bust their tail, that raise fantastic families, but communist Chinese money in this country that is pulling the levers of power and the strings Geppetto to the Canadian Pinocchio with the dunce-in-chief that we have. By the way, did anybody see the video of the fake jab that him and, let's do it, I love doing this accent, Sophie Grégoire Trudeau um, and his so-called wife, really a beard but a wife, um, reminds me of the thing that the then foreign minister, Christia Freeland, we are very happy to announce that the Chinese government has attributed a new moniker to the Prime Minister, Xi'an Trudeau, which I think means little potato, just saying it just the way I'm saying it. And his father was big Trudeau, big potato, and we're very happy. In other words, the Chinese are giving you the vafangulo and actually insulting you, calling you little potato. And you think that's a term of endearment, but I digress. Um, the level of pulling the Pinocchio strings in Ottawa, people that come from those countries don't really grok how that can be the case, but it's happening. And these are the same people that come from the same command structures that never in their, um, I mean, there's some very smart individuals and you can hear them talk on the various videos and such, but there's a lot of people that are living in the, in the mist. They, they can't fathom that the Canadian government can be this way. It's going that way. It's headed that way. Concomitant other things that are coming in its wake, like redistribution on crack, a.k.a. modern monetary theory and other such insanities and other things all under the very convenient rubric that has been given to us by not our friends at the World Economic Forum. And I'm not going to use the terminology. You all know what it is. So that's not what the majority, a plurality of Canadians want. That is a very limited subset of, um, of individuals that are sort of um, interested in that kind of experimental approach 
very much like experimental shots and things like that, whatever goes into the cocktail of nonsense from the various shots and rounds and boosters that you'll have to take from companies that are entirely legally not liable for anything that may go amiss and may go awry. Never done ever heretofore ever in the marketing of vaccines on the face of the big blue ball in history. And so you have all of these different things that are going on. And again, you have to beat the drum. You have to beat the drum and constantly remind those that are bewildered, those that can't think that it can actually transpire here. It is transpiring, not that it will, it is transpiring. I could be comedic about it and say, wake up and smell the Tim Hortons, but it's here. It's happening. And again, a plurality of Canadians don't want it. But the way that the Canadian government works in terms of the electoral system with the system that's known that we inherited from the British Empire called First Past the Post. F-P-T-P. First Past the Post. You and I are running in a riding. I get one more vote than you. I would get more than one more vote. People would vote for me anyway. But let's just say hypothetically. I would get one singular, one unitary more vote than you than I become the member of parliament for that constituency, that riding. That's a very, that's a British system. And because what happens is the governments of the day du jour packed certain ridings because, you know, in Canada, voting is an ethnic popularity contest. It's not really, a, um, it's, not a, it's not a proper approach at, at electoral politics. Um, and then in, you know, in Canada, you have all these different little neighborhoods, especially in the big cities of Toronto, the Montreal, the Vancouver's, you have all these little ethnicities plugged into different neighborhoods that vote ethnically. They don't vote sensibly or according to policy. So that's what kibosh is. That puts the this that 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 puts the the screw um, on Canadian political fortunes, and that's the reason why Canada finds itself in the doldrums and the laughingstock with the copious boondoggles which continue to plague the system. Okay, so based off of history, these people that come from the Visegrad Four, as we call them, the Visegrad Group, again Hungary, Czech Republic, Slovakia, separated, Belva Revolution, right? Sametová Revolucja, remember that. Um, 1992, was it? Yeah, Sometova Um Bratislava this way, Prague that way, and Hungary, Poland, Hungary, Slovak Republic, Czech Republic. So those are your four, Visegrad four. Those people that came to Canada from those countries, they're, the, the elders are the early warning system, but the kids have gone full retard. I use that expression again. They have gone completely way off the reservation they're completely out there. And so it's hard to corral them back in, lasso them back in. Again, speaks to the strength of the messaging that comes. Whether they get it in school, whether they, they get it in from their friends or their social groups or from, let's just say this one, fantastic plastic machines. They're taking it in through their fantastic plastic machines. The messaging, it's always there. The swipe, the swipe culture, the fingers going hither and yon, up and down all over the show. It's hard to resist, but it's happening. What will be interesting to note is what will happen this summer as the weather gets better here north of the 49th. All you people that are in the Antipodes or people that are in beautiful warm states in the United States, the Calis, the Texases, the Floridas, the Floridas, the South Carolinas, what have you. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when it gets warmer here. And it'll be interesting to see how people adapt and modify. Will they continue to wear the face diaper when they go outside? <laughs> will you have the... Um, the, the, the lobotomized insanity of trying to like do cardio and run with the face diaper and you're inhaling all the fibers and stuff like that. Will you engage in child abuse 
and wrap your sub-10-year-old children or even teenage children, but especially sub-10-year-old children that don't have agency necessarily in face diapers and cause them to like asphyxiate themselves or not inhale the requisite amount of oxygen. It's insane the level of acceptance, the level of trust. I am not fomenting anything. I'm just saying the, it's insane the level of trust that people have for agenda-driven politicians. Politicians whose sole interest is sticking their finger up in the sky and monitoring the barometric pressure, of, as my friend Frank Vaughn says, wherever the wind blows, that's where they turn their rooster, so to speak, their, their weather vane. Um, that's where they're going in, in, in line with whatever the prevailing winds are. Politicians whose interest is to get votes, whose interest is to remain in power, whose interest is to continue to earn high six-figure salaries in Canada, starting salary for a member of parliament, just in the House of Commons is 185 or 186,500. And those gutter snipes just gave themselves a raise on April the 1st. Not an April Fool's joke. They just give them another raise. If I'm not mistaken, the Prime Minister earns 200 and a quarter, 230 grand plus perks, plus all of the RCMP detail, which is our Secret Service in Canada, the Mounties, plus all the other sort of laniaps and boons that come for being, again, watch this, the Prime Minister of Canada just like Biden is, watch this, the president of the United States. So that's what it is. Um, and they want to earn those salaries. They want to maintain that level of income. They want to maintain that level of accomplishment. You're not going to unseat them from their riding. And only the true, and there are, there's a gaggle, there's a gaggle of true members of parliament in Ottawa that do the omens work, that, and in Queen's Park in Toronto, in the capital city of the province of Ontario, not the capital of Canada, even though it is the center of the known universe. I know it's confusing. Um, that are resisting the downward pull, that are resisting the anchorage. Um, but again, that's a subject for another vlog. Um, and those people are not necessarily interested, even though they are politicians still. And I could say there is a scintilla of, of malintent, of malapropism, malapropism, there is an element of that in their behavior, um, but it's, uh, uh, it's to a considerably less degree than the other poor sign swine and other uh, 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 troughs, uh, trollops and slatterns um, and stregas that are feeding at the trough in Ottawa or any one of the other provincial capitals. So with all of this in mind, I understand the pain that all those mothers and fathers the Poles, the Hungarians, the Czechoslovaks, now the Czechs and the Slovaks, but the Czechoslovaks, even the Romanians, the Bulgarians, people that came from those countries that are witness, witnessing this before their eyes and seeing it aghast, um, as the British say, at sixes and sevens, without a clue what to do under the kosh. It's not really something that is maybe the best thing to talk about, but it's happening. It's happening here, it's happening now, and it's happening in your Canada. And the question I ask for you is, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Because it's happening and it's here. It's happening and it's coming at you like a tidal wave. Will you find yourself on the other side of the Red Sea, away from the deluge? Or will you be amongst Pharaoh's Egyptians that are buried and submerged under the Red Sea, more accurately the Reed Sea, but let's just call it the way that the biblical codifiers wrote that, that actual word. Will you find yourself buried under the, in the depths of the Red Sea or will you find yourself on dry land on the, at the edge 
of the Red Sea. Hopefully you find yourself in the right place. Anyway, my friends, thank you again for being here. I appreciate all the time that we spent together and for the opportunity to share some of these ideas. Ideas, that's all they are, my friends. Just ideas, just sort of, you know, batting around the ideas, ping pong table, like, you know, back and forth, just sitting back and sitting down. We're just kind of like spitballing. That's all we're doing here. Think about some of these things, my friends. They're happening before your eyes. Don't let them just happen, wash over you without any response. Don't just sit there and take it, unless you like that, of course. But then again, I'm not talking in this instance, I'm talking about other instances. And don't just be, I was going to say the F word there, F word for fantastic, by the way. Don't be a fantastic tool. Do not be a fantastic tool. Don't be a tool. Human beings were not designed to be tools. They were meant to be high level processing engines, not automatons or otherwise in the service of nefarious deeds and ends. Think about that, my friends. Masticate on that. Oh, yes. Don't do the five knuckle shuffle. Masticate on good ideas. Thank you again for being here, my friends. And I wish for you and yours many, many good things. Fast thoughts. Fast thoughts. Fast thoughts.